Debbie Marcoux is licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act, NMLS ID 237926. Also licensed in Arizona, 0941504, Florida, L076508, Georgia, 69178, Idaho, MLO, 2080237926, Illinois, 031.0058339, Missouri, North Carolina, I210940, Nevada, 57237, Oregon, Tennessee, 18433, Texas, Washington, MLO, 237926. She's a mortgage mom. She can get things done. When you're in need and don't know where to go. Pick up the phone and call mom. All right, so welcome to Mortgage Mom Radio. I am Debbie Marku, and I am the Mortgage Mom. And we actually went live a little bit earlier today. Mm -hmm. um, we didn't send out a text message. We didn't let anybody know that we were going live. It wasn't an actual show. It was just some <laughs> um, filming that we were doing for our featured listings that we put up on YouTube. And so we figured we're here. We're in the studio. Let's do it. Instead yeah. of doing it on Wednesday, let's get it all done in one day. Let's give ourselves a break. <laughs> uh, so welcome to the show. I am Debbie Marcoux. This is Mortgage Mom. I have got Heather Barkley Kilpatrick on You're with good me. today. I am good. I Hi said guys. it right. Mm -hmm. uh, Heather is my in-house real estate agent. Mm -hmm. um, she is licensed here in the state of California. Um, and I do like to bring her on when we do shows that are about market updates, what is going on, you know, in the country, what kinds mm -hmm. of things are happening, what are we reading, what are we seeing. Uh, she's a great tool to utilize. I like calling you a tool. Okay. <laughs> I'm a not tool. in a mean way, not in a mean way, um, but she's a great tool to utilize because she, you know, has got her finger uh, more on the real estate side and, and, you know, less on the mortgage side, although mm -hmm. you do loans and everything, yeah. but you know, we've got, we've both got our expertise, our so piece. Long. Yes, yeah. that that's the yes. piece you're following. Yes. You're getting a lot of the mm -hmm. announcements on the real estate side yeah. uh, that I wouldn't see. Correct. So mm -hmm. I do like to bring you in on these shows. So thank you so much for doing this. No problem. It was not expected. It wasn't no. planned. Uh, I never give anybody any warning, heads up that we're doing it. Yeah, <laughs> so, for sure. <laughs> thanks for rolling with me. I'll roll. That's good. Yeah. So I do want to do a market update. There has mm -hmm. been so many things that have been happening. Um, there's been so many things that have come out. Yeah. Um, news articles, people talking, Bitcoin falling, mm -hmm. um, you know. FedEx. Last yeah, week. FedEx last week having mm -hmm. its worst day, I think they said, ever yes. that it's ever had. Uh, stock, stock market is down. Mm -hmm. um, the builders are slowing down. You know, their their inventory is slowing down. Their yes. new builds are slowing down. So what does all of this mean to you? What, mm -hmm. what exactly is happening? So, you know, a couple of things that I do want to talk about, which was funny, is that this was a conversation that we were having that I said, yeah, you know what, let's just there. do it. <laughs> let's just get the show over with. Uh, the Federal Reserve is a uh, slated to do their um, announcement on the 21st about whether they're going to increase interest rates or not. So we're going to get into that. I mean, mm -hmm. obviously we had a bunch of conversation going that we were yeah, talking about, yeah. um, but then we were we all jump around. Yes. We're and all over the place. I mean, federal Debbie reserves coming out, the builders, builders are slowing down new construction. Mm -hmm. There's still not enough housing. Mm -hmm. um, we've got people saying that things are imploding. The yeah. stock market's doing horrible. Crypto's mm -hmm. down. And then yet I've got 
these poor clients that have written numerous, numerous offers, first time home buyers Mm -hmm. in a very decent sales price. And every single time they submit an offer, another offer has come in one, maybe two Mm -hmm. other offers have come in within hours Mm -hmm. of them submitting an offer, which again, kind of goes to the, we don't have enough inventory, even though, you know, Dot, dot, dot. Why right? is this house here selling with multiple offers on it when the one across the street's been on the market for two months and can't sell? Right. And it might even be a better price. What's going on? Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So we thought that this would be a great show to bring to you guys today. Uh, please let us know that you're here. Put it into the feed. Tell us that you're watching, that you're listening. Ask us your questions, mm-hmm. anything that you've been thinking. I'm going to read those out loud. I'm going to answer them for you. And trust me, I am very honest, sometimes too honest for my own good. If I don't know the answer, <laughs> answer. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to tell you, I don't know the answer to that. Let's look it up and let's get you an answer and we'll get back to you. Um, so please utilize us. That's what this is all about. No mortgage mom radio does not usually go on at 4 30 PM on Monday. Uh, but it was a really good, um, time. It was a good conversation. And like I said, it knocks it all out in one, uh, sitting we get to possibly take Wednesday off. Uh, not from the, not from the actual workload, but from filming. So, uh, local trucking jumps on says we're here. Thank you so much for jumping on and letting us know that again this is an interactive show we want you guys to be part of it we want you to ask us your questions we want to help everybody that is out there and also listening and watching Mm -hmm. if you listen by radio on Saturday or Sunday and you guys would like to be part of the show the best way to know when we go live is to text the word mom to 844-935-3634 That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU, W-E-L-E-N-D, and the number four. That will get you one text message a week. I promise I am not going to spam you and send out more than one message per week, but it does let you know that we've gone live. It gives you a link to jump on and follow along and be able to ask your questions. Um, so I had uh, Pink Paid gets on. She says, hi, lovely beauties. Uh, teamwork mm-hmm. makes the dream work. And Peak Paid, I want you guys to know, is actually the lady that does my hair and makeup when I come on this show. And she makes me beautiful. (laughs) And if you guys want her information, I would be more than happy to share. I have never had anybody do such a great job like she does. So uh, thank you very much, Michaela. Um, What's happening, Twisted Sister? So we get that one from Lori out in Texas. Lori, thanks so much for joining on. I miss you, lady. Um, Lori actually used to do my hair for years and years from the time that I was, I think, 18 years old. Uh, She even did my hair for my first wedding to mm-hmm. uh, Manny and Mikey's dad. So Lori, I miss you. I'm She's so fun. sad you moved. <laughs> I know she She's is fun. fun. She is a blast. Um, but I am happy that you are happy in Texas and that is all mm-hmm. that matters. So again, guys, this is interactive. Let me know that you're there. Uh, ask your questions. Be part of the show. That's what makes this show fun mm-hmm. is when we get interactive and you guys get involved in the day. So once again, today we're doing market update. What are we expecting? So we'll start with the Fed. That's the first one, uh, the easiest one for us to conquer. Then we're going to get into builders. Then we're going to get into why are multiple offers still coming in on houses when you're hearing that everything is imploding. Um, So we're going to get you guys all that information, which is really important. Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. We're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we get back, we're going into what we expect from the feds. So don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. She's a mortgage mom. She can get things done. 
When you're in need and don't know where to go, pick up the phone and call mom. Welcome to the Mortgage Mom. All right, so <laughs> welcome back to Mortgage Mom Radio. I'm Debbie Marku. This is Heather Barkley Kilpatrick. Okay. We've got Manny New at the at the <laughs> wheel back there, and he didn't quite let that whole commercial run. Um, so bear with us, but that's okay. You guys are watching it. We're doing it live. Um, so I see uh, Carrie jumps on. Hi, ladies, looking good. It's a beautiful day here in Tennessee. Yes, it is, Carrie. I am sure, mm-hmm. and I am extremely jealous. I am sure that it is gorgeous there um m a vashawn that's my mama she jumps on and says hi sweetness i don't know if she's talking to me or if she's talking to Lori, oh, or you or heather shocks me better <laughs> heather would be her uh fourth girl i am yeah her fourth child <laughs> anyway so uh welcome to the show guys we're, we're talking all today about a market update what is happening what do we expect so the first thing the easiest thing for us to jump in on is the fed what is going on they are supposed to talk um on the 20th and 21st they're getting together to have their meeting and we are anticipating that they are going to come out and they are going to say that they are going to increase the federal reserve prime rate again Um, this is something that we have been telling you guys show after show after show that we've been expecting it that it's been something that's been coming Mm -hmm. we've actually been talking about it since 2021 we started to tell you guys that this was going to happen Um, you know it's it's something that you guys all need to be aware of it's not the the Federal Reserve prime rate, which a lot of people don't realize, mm-hmm. is not actually directly connected to mortgage rates. Although mortgage rates are affected by the news, by the changes, we do see increases happening because of just o- the overall trend that yeah. happens within all markets, you know, within the economy is, you know, what is pushing the 10-year treasury notes, the 30-year notes and and those things that that the mortgage bonds and backs are, you know, securitized to. So you know, we're not actually directly connected, but we feel the pain. Yeah. Now, what is directly connected? So what are some of those things that are directly connected? When I say Federal Reserve prime rate is going mm-hmm. up, Heather, mm-hmm. what are you thinking is going to change in your pocketbook? Student loans, car loans, credit card interest rates. Those are like the top three things that come up for me. Any type of loan that I have that's tied to it. Um, I know mortgage is like the first thing everybody thinks of, but I don't think they think of the rest of it. So like my student loan is going to go up. Definitely my credit card interest rate is going up. So if I was at a lower, maybe 20s or 17s or something, it's definitely going to go up. And also car loans, any type of, you know, loan like that. Yeah. So the things that are directly connected, if you have an equity line of credit, and I know Uh that we talked about this last week, if you owe money on your equity line of credit, the the minimum monthly payment that you owe will go up when that interest rate is increased so you have mm-hmm. been if you've had that line of credit for a while you've already felt the in, the minimum monthly payment go up yeah. you're going to continue to feel that go up it is directly connected if you read your truth and lending statement mm-hmm. it tells you that you are connected to the federal reserve prime rate the same goes for those credit cards and any short term loans such as yeah. you know car loans, student loans, things of that nature. A lot of us nature. have student loans. Yes, for sure. Yeah. So you guys are going to feel that pain. And many of you, which is something that you and I were talking about, mm-hmm. many of you don't even realize how much your interest has increased yeah. on your credit cards because you just get your bill. <laughs> you might pay the minimum monthly payment. It might mm-hmm. be auto debited. You pay off a bigger chunk when you can. You don't necessarily open up that statement and actually look at what the interest rate is 
on that debt that you have. So something that is very important for you guys to be aware of, it might be a very good exercise for you to pull an older credit card statement, look at an interest rate that you might have been paying in June of 2021, Mm -hmm. compare it to June of 2022, and then watch... Look at your, um, yes, look at your (laughs) September bill that just came and then look again in October, guys. And you will see that there's actually a pretty big change Mm -hmm. in that. So what does that do is we see all of these payments are going up on everybody. You know, what it, what is that doing to the, to the economy? Well, obviously that's making everybody tighter. That's making Mm -hmm. things more difficult to afford. Affordability is getting, you know, really out of hand at this point. Um, we were just reading about buy now, pay Mm later where they said that instead of people, you know, using the buy now, pay later for, you know, the Gucci bags and the expensive jackets and things that they were using it for this time last year. Now they're using it for gas and groceries. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people, you know, it's interesting because I've heard people say, you know, I make really good money, but, and I can afford my home, but I can't afford the rest of it. I can't afford the gas and the groceries. And, you know, I'm putting it on my credit cards and we all seem to think, oh, well, I have a lower rate on my card or whatever, you know, and sometimes people have really, they're allowed high balance or allowed um, high credit limits and they don't realize they just keep swiping the card and you think, oh, I have this great interest rate, but you really need to check it because that interest is going to start accumulating. And the more that you put on there, if that's what you're forced to do, you're going to have those high balances which is going to affect your credit and it could make it harder for you to pay those balances if you're paying additional interest and you're only making those monthly payments yeah so so definitely something that you guys need to be aware of they did um that you know they've they've basically alluded to the fact that they're probably going to raise the rate by at least three quarters of a point. Mm -hmm. Some people are thinking that it's going to go up as much as one One. full point. Uh, Sometimes you'll hear that as 75 basis points or 100 basis points. Mm -hmm. It depends on who you're talking to. You know, at the end of the day, it's a percentage. It's three quarters of a percent or it's 1%, you know, Mm -hmm. that they're talking about raising that rate. And so, you know, do I think that there's a chance that they'd come out and say, no, they're not going to raise it? No, I don't think there's a chance. I think it's definitely going up the half of a point that they said that they were going to do back in 2021 per, you know, (laughs) meeting is not what has been happening. Um, We started off with, I think they did the very first one was a quarter. So it was a little bit lower than what everybody had anticipated. And then since then it's been three quarters and three quarters. Mm -hmm. And so if, you know, if I had to guess, if the mortgage mom uh, had to put a guess on it, I'd say we're probably looking at about three quarters of a point is probably what we're going to hear. Uh, come Wednesday. And, you know, so, so what does that mean, you know, to you, if you guys are out searching for a home, you're looking for a property, you're trying Mm -hmm. to buy one guys, you've got to check in with your lender. If you are pre-approved, you've been looking for a home for a while, you definitely need to check in and you need to ask them where are interest rates today? What interest rates should I expect today? Uh, Especially if you're getting ready to make an offer. I can tell you that I've seen a lot of properties that have gone back to market. Yeah, we were talking about that earlier today too. Yes, and and the thing is is that back to market many times Mm -hmm. can be someone who has 
been pre-approved, mm-hmm. been out looking for a home for a while, right. get into escrow, contact their lender, which guys should be the other way. Yep. Call the Call, lender and say, yep. I found this house. I love it. What does it look like before mm-hmm. we write the offer? But you know what? You get caught up, you get tied up in what you're doing. You get, you know, yeah. you, you get excited mm-hmm. and you make the offer, you get it accepted. And then you call the lender and you figure out that that rate is higher than what you expected. Mm-hmm. Now the monthly payment is higher than what you have expected yeah and so either number one it's just outside of your budget although you qualify it's not something that you want to do or number two you just don't qualify anymore and so that is actually what we're seeing the majority of the back to markets that we're seeing that are happening so just make sure that you are checking in with your lender and you're making sure that this home is still within your budget and your price range before you go down that road you make that offer mm. you get into escrow and then now you have to back out and you're absolutely devastated that you're losing you know this home that you yeah. fell in love with right you get excited about a home and you know when i used to sell real estate i'd always tell people people say oh i want to look you know at fifty thousand over their price range and i said you don't want to do that because you're going to get excited about a property you can't afford you really need to talk to the lender get in your price range make sure you're looking you know at what you can afford what you're comfortable with as far as the payment goes and so what's happening what you're what you're talking about is people are maybe they got qualified in july or even august when the rates were still a little bit lower than they are now and that little bit eighth or quarter can make a big difference depending on your price range now they find this home two three months later and they say oh my gosh this is my dream home they write the offer they get into escrow the lender says okay let's lock you in and all of a sudden you know their rate was here and now it's up here and it adjusts that payment ever so slightly and maybe they can't afford it or now it's a little more than they want to afford so you really got to check in with your lender and you got to make sure you know every couple of weeks at least once a month and say where are the rates at where's my payment at with this do I need to adjust the price that I'm looking in so that when you do go and write that offer on a home, you know you're confident in that you can make that mortgage payment and you're comfortable and you're not looking at something that you can't afford or don't want to afford because then you're going to compare everything else to, oh, I wish I would have. And as you wait and you go on, the rates are going to go up and go up and go up. Coulda, shoulda, woulda. That's what I say every yeah, exactly. week. I feel like I feel like that's where we're All at at this point. Mm-hmm. All right. So remember that this show, this show is interactive. You guys are more than welcome to put your questions into the feed. I can see that uh, Lori did say that she was actually referring to my mom so mom she's uh saying hi to you uh but she did ask a great question she said if it's a fixed rate Mm -hmm. how does the fed affect our rates so that's actually a great question question. Lori. and thank you so much because uh, you know again Mm -hmm. with every question that i get there is somebody that is thinking the same thing yeah and they're maybe just too shy or bashful to ask or maybe they don't know how to ask right absolutely Mm -hmm. so it's a great question if you have a fixed interest rate your interest rate is fixed. It's just that. You are guarding yourself. You are shielding yourself. You are, there's so many different ways that you can say it, Mm -hmm. but you are protecting yourself against the future rate hikes. So when people ask me, what is your favorite loan program? Which loan would you suggest? And we were talking about equity lines Mm -hmm. and equity loans and mortgages. I always suggest a fixed rate. I like that best. I think that equity loans have their place depending Mm -hmm. on if you have a, a loan today already with a fixed rate 
interest rate and how much cash that you are looking to get. Those are my favorite. I like them because they're not adjustable like an equity line. Mm -hmm. um, I like fixed rate mortgages, 30 year fixed rate mortgages the best. Those are my favorite as well uh, because that is an interest rate that you and a monthly payment mm -hmm. really is what it comes down to that yeah. you can count on. You can budget yourself for that monthly payment. You mm -hmm. can, you're hedging yourself against inflation as far as you're locking something in now mm -hmm. that is going to stay with you for the term of the loan. So whether you choose a 15 year or a 20 year or a 30 year fixed rate, that interest rate is not changing. So it doesn't matter what they do in the future rate hikes, you're not going to see your payment change. And that is, I believe, the most important thing when we're talking about getting into a home today, mm -hmm. budgeting, making sure you're getting into something that's affordable, yeah. making sure that this is where you want to stay. Mm -hmm. I think that the fixed rate product is the best product personally. Um, but there's a lot of reasons why people might want adjustables. There's a lot of people that do like mm -hmm. adjustables. Every single person's got a different scenario and situation that an adjustable might be a direction that they want to go. And mm -hmm. if that is something that does make sense for them, then we're going to help them get it. We're going to help them yeah. to achieve their goal. At the end of the day, it's about getting to the goal. So um, very good question, uh, Lori. Thank you so much for asking. Um, you know, I'm going to yeah. add on to that too, because yeah, yeah. I get this question a lot. So what if I buy a house now and my rate is, you know, 6% or 6.5% or whatever rate you want to throw and the rates go down? Well, so then refi. You just refi. I yeah. think people are stuck on the fact that I have to have this fixed rate for 30 years. No, you can absolutely refi that just like everybody was doing before. So if, if the rates drop and you need to refinance it, you know, you want to, if it, if that rate drops enough for, that makes sense for you to refinance it, always refinance it. You're not stuck with that single rate for 30 years. No, you're not. You <laughs> always have that ability. You mm -hmm. always have that option, but what you don't have the ability or the option to do is to go backwards. Correct. You can't call in two or three or four years and say, I'd really love to fix this rate. <laughs> yeah. Can I get, you know, June of 2020's interest rate? You yeah, can't. You've no. got to get it while it's there. And and I can tell you that the what I'm reading, mm -hmm. what I'm seeing is that the Federal Reserve does plan to raise the interest rates. We're going to probably, yeah. most likely, and you guys can all fact check me on Saturday and Sunday when this show is on uh, radio, mm -hmm. uh, since I'm doing it on Monday the 19th. Uh, but you guys, you know, can fact check me what was the actual number that it did go up. And let's see if I was right. But I'm expecting it to go up by about three quarters of a point. Mm -hmm. I'm expecting to continue to see that through the rest of this year. If I had to guess from things that I'm reading, articles that I'm reading, I think we're going to see that continue to go up probably into about mid-2023. Mm -hmm. That's what I see too. I say yeah. about mid-2023. I think with each time that they have a meeting, which is typically every six weeks, I think we're going to continue to see those rates go up. And then I think that we're going to see things calm down. And I think they're going to stop that upward motion by mid-2023. That's just my personal opinion. Um, at that point in time, you know, could things come back down? Sure. Mm -hmm. um, do I think that they'll come back down immediately? 
probably not. They usually need to settle off a little bit and mm-hmm. then something else needs to happen for things to start coming back down. Um, but definitely, you know, expect that through the rest of this year and through a good part of next year, you're going to definitely see higher interest rates. So look at getting into something that is fixed and fix it, re- lock it now before mm-hmm. it does go up any further. Yeah. Um, we do have a question from Kim. She mm-hmm. says, with this information, does it make sense to take a loan against the equity you have in your home to pay off credit cards, especially if you have a couple different cards with balance? So Kim, yes, absolutely. Uh, depending on how much that you owe on all of your uh, different debts, credit cards, we want to kind of we want to kind of look at your, your everything mm-hmm. that your you've overall. got going on. Your yeah. overall, you know, how much equity do you have in the home? Mm-hmm. How much cash would you have available to pull out? How much debt do you have? What are the interest rates on that debt? And we're gonna we're gonna figure out what is the best way for you to get the cash that you need to get those debts paid off. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you that the majority of the credit cards that I see come across, and I, I always say my desk, but in reality, we do everything virtually, virtually. these days. So <laughs> everything that I see come through my computer screen um, has been interest rates on credit cards in the 23, 24, 25 percent exactly range. Exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, very, very, very high mm-hmm. um, student loans. We've seen nine, ten percent on many mm-hmm. of those. I'm not saying that that's what you have. You could have gotten something much better, mm-hmm. um, but I've seen those about nine, ten percent. Personal loans. I'm seeing anywhere from twelve to twenty, 20. Mm-hmm. on a personal loan. Um, so definitely depending on what kind of debt you have, how much debt you have, how much do you owe on your first mortgage? What is your current interest rate on that first mortgage? How much cash do you need out of your house? How much cash can you get out of your house would determine whether we should be looking at a new home equity loan, leave your first mortgage the way it is, Mm -hmm. or whether we should be looking at a complete refinance. Um, and obviously the math doesn't lie. It's not Mm -hmm. up to us to tell you which way is better. It's up to us to show you those numbers and then you decide which direction works best for you. So, mm-hmm. you know, definitely we're, we're, we're not here mm-hmm. to be the people that tell you what to do. It's our job to show you what the options are so that you can decide what you feel is best for you to do. Now, if you ask us our opinion, mm-hmm. uh, we're happy to give you our opinion. But, you know, at the end of the day, it does come down to you and we want what you feel is best for mm-hmm. you and we want to get you what you feel it is that you need. So definitely reach out and ask. You know, one thing I will say with the student loans, because I have them, um, um, you know, went to law school, graduate law school, so I have some pretty nice student loans. Um, but you know, one thing is we haven't had to pay them in so long. And now all of a sudden we're really hurting, you know, gas is expensive, groceries are expensive. And a lot of us haven't had to make the, I'd say all of us make those student loan payments. And now we're going to be starting to make them again here in the next couple of months. So if you, if that's in the back of your mind and you haven't thought, gosh, I have to pay my student loan, you really want to think about that. So if you've got some credit card debt, that's eating away, you know, at your monthly income, you might seriously want to think about, you know, looking at pulling out a home equity loan, paying that off so that you do, you, you're not hurting for that student loan. Some people say, I don't want to pay my student loan off because the rates are so good. I think you might be surprised. Student loan rates do go up and down and I have seen six, eight, nine, 10%. Well, obviously nine and 10 are a lot higher than we are now. And so that might be something that you want to look at. Also, if you don't want to touch them, don't touch them, but maybe you want to get some of that other debt paid off so that when they do start coming due in the next couple of months, you're prepared for that because some of those bills can be pretty high. 
why. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. Um, Kim says, uh, thank you. Mm-hmm. We'll give you guys a call this week. Kim, looking forward to mm-hmm. it. Love to have you um, give us a call and see what we can do for you. Yep. And that goes for everybody that's out there that's mm-hmm. watching, that's listening. You know, we're here to help all of you to obtain the goals and to get you guys through, you know, the, these difficult times. Things are definitely not where we want them to be. If we could all just go back to a different day. <laughs> um, I'm sure that we all wish that we were there, but it is our job to help ch- guide you guys and try to get you through um, with what's going on and to do it in the cheapest way possible. So if you have any questions at all, go to our website, go to mortgagemomradio.com. Give us a call. Call us at 844-935-3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU, W-E-L-E-N-D, and the number four. So give us a call. If you guys want to be interactive with us, you want to know when we go live, you want to be part of the next show, you want to be able to ask your questions <laughs> like Kim did and Lori did, uh, you guys got to get your text message. It's only one a week, I promise. Uh, text the word MOM to the same phone number that you would call us at. It's 844 844- Nine three five three six three four. Heather, what's that spell? Uh, eight four four. We lend for you. W e l e n d and the number four. All right. With that, we're going to take a super quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. Heather doesn't know when to interrupt me, so she's typing uh, some things in there, and I do want to remind you of that. That's actually a great point, Heather. Thank you so much. Is if you guys have any questions, this is interactive. That's why we have the feed going. That's why your questions are coming through. That's why I can see them. I want you to ask your questions as we move through the presentation. It's very important. Um, All right, so Sunshine and Gardens jumps on. If insurance goes into escrow for the year, is that money part of the closing costs? And that is a great, great question, and yes, it is. So the way that it works when you are closing your loan is that we require as a lender, not we, not me, I work for a lender that's doing your loan. It is my job as a loan officer or an LO to make sure that you are comfortable and that you understand the transaction. A lender is going to require that you pay one full year upfront of your homeowner's insurance policy. Then on top of that, we are going to collect a couple of more months, probably two, to put into your escrow account. And then every time you make a payment throughout the year, a little bit will go into escrow, a little bit will go into escrow, a little bit will go into escrow. And when that insurance is due at the end of that year for now a new one-year cycle, the lender or the mortgage company will make that payment on your behalf. So in short, the answer is yes. You're going to buy that one-year policy up front at closing, and that is part of your closing costs. She's a mortgage mom. She can get things done when you're in need and don't know where to go. Pick up the phone and call mom. Debbie Marcoux is licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act, NMLS ID 237926. Also licensed in Arizona 09415044, Florida L076508, Georgia 69178, Idaho MLO 20802372926, Illinois 031.0058339, Missouri, North Carolina I210940, Nevada 57237, Oregon, Tennessee 184373, Texas, Washington MLO 237926. Talking? 
All right, so welcome back to Mortgage Mom Radio. I'm Debbie Marcoux, and I've got Heather Barkley Kilpatrick on the show today. And we are here talking to you guys about a market update. What is going on? What are we expecting? So we've hit the Federal Reserve prime rate. We are expecting that they are going to come out and announce this week that they are going to increase the rate by at least three quarters of a point. That is what I would say. I think we're going to get three quarters. There are some people that are saying it could be a full point. Um, I don't think that we're going to see less than three quarters, but again, I don't have a crystal ball. This is just my opinion as the mom. What would you say? What's your opinion? Um, I think it's going to be three quarters. Yeah. I think there's maybe like a quarter percent chance it's going to go up one, but I, I think three quarters. Yeah, that mm -hmm. would be that would be my guess too. Mm -hmm. I want to remind everybody that this is an interactive show. You guys are more than welcome to put your questions and comments right into the feed. I absolutely love it when you guys interact with me and it gives me questions that I can answer for you to make sure that those who are listening are getting what they need to hear. Many times I'm up up here and I'm trying to bring you guys information, but you know, you're, you're the listeners, you know, you're the ones that are, um, you know, that have questions and I don't always get to the answers that you're looking for. So I love it when you guys interact with me, please keep doing that. Please make sure that you guys put those questions and comments in there. Uh, I did have Tom jump on during the, um, during the commercial break. And he said, thanks for delivering this valuable information <laughs> in a calm and, uh, congent way. Mm -hmm. uh, now I'm only a little nervous. <laughs> Tom, you are very welcome. And Tom, I miss you so much. I haven't seen your name pop up in a really long time. Um, I hope all is well. But yes, it is my absolute um, honor to be able to bring everybody this information and give you guys the education that and what I can, you know, what I know is what I provide. Mm -hmm. And I hope that it does help and resonate with all of you and make things just a little bit easier. Um, so uh, mom gets on, she says, hi, Lori. So now they're talking to each other oh, in the feed. So you guys can see me. it's not, no, I love it. It's not about Heather. Not no, about it's me. not, not about you. Um, but it is fun. You know, mm -hmm. the, the shows are fun. They're interactive. And if you guys want to be part of that and you're listening by radio on Saturday or Sunday, all you got to do is text the word mom to 844 935-3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. Now, one thing I did want to remind everybody about is that we've got an upcoming homebuyer workshop. Yeah. Haven't talked about that a whole lot, mm -mm. Uh, but we are actually doing that this coming Sunday. So the 25th <laughs> at one o'clock, I will be doing a new home buyer workshop. I'm going to take you guys from A to Z through the process. So for anybody that is thinking right now, we're talking rate hikes, we're talking property values. We're going to go through all this stuff today. Um, but if you're thinking, I would really love to buy a house. I would love to get that fixed rate loan. I'd like to lock down my monthly payment. I'm really tired of the landlord increasing my rent. Mm -hmm. um, you guys have to join us for that workshop. So it is one o'clock on Sunday. It is Pacific time. It is virtual. You will get a link just like you got to join us today. You'll get a link right before we get started. So text RSVP to the same phone number. So you guys can text mom. You can text RSVP. You can call us. It's all the same number. 844-935-3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. W-E- L-E-N-D and the number four. Text RSVP. That's going to opt you in and you will get a link when I start the workshop. That is this Sunday, September 25th at 1 p.m. Uh, make sure that you guys have my uh, my 
phone app on your phone. We are going to play a couple of games where you guys can win some Starbucks gift cards that have been generously donated to us by uh, Go Country 105. And you even have the possibility of winning yourself a free appraisal. Nice. So how do you guys get that phone app on your phone? Well, again, if you've never texted with us before uh, and you text mom to 844-935-3634. You will get an automated response with a link for the phone app. If you've texted with us before and you don't remember where that e that message went, <laughs> uh, all you need to do is just message, you know, phone app, and we will make sure that we get you the phone app. But if you message, if you text mom to that number, you should get an automated link if you've never talked with us before. That link is the phone app that you guys can save to your home screen to play along uh, with the work. Workshop. So I'd love to see a lot of you guys jump onto that workshop this coming Sunday. So make sure you guys are a part of that. All right. So back to Federal mm -hmm. Reserve, prime rate, going up, going to keep going up, probably going to mm -hmm. keep it going up until the middle of September or middle of 2023 mm -hmm. would be my guess. Some people are saying that they think it'll go all the way through 23. I kind of don't think so. Yeah, um, that would be a lot. Yeah. I, I mean, I... I hope not. Yeah. I truly hope not. And and what I do hope is that at that point, then things start to calm down. Mm -hmm. And then we do get an opportunity where, you know, uh, economy is improving and things are getting better. And then all of a sudden we're going to see that maybe interest rates do, you know, fluctuate a little bit and come back down from wherever it is that they mm -hmm. land. So that's the other thing I want you guys to remember is mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily mean like, oh, we're going to have these interest rates until this time. And then all of a sudden it's going to go back to where it was before. Mm -hmm. So things just like they go up, they come down and it's never overnight. It's never quick. It never mm -hmm. just happens. Um, it, it is slow up. It is slow down. And it is something that would probably take quite some time for us to get to lower rates. Mm -hmm. The other thing is, is that we never in, I think it was 2011 that we saw a 30 year fixed rate probably get down to about three and a quarter. Then we did not see that again until we had a pandemic. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it, it's not something that I foresee that we're going to see those 3% rates again. I do think that we're going to see more average, more normal interest rates. I would say somewhere between high fours, mid fives, I think is probably what we would see by the time that we get to all to the end of all of this. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, yeah. Mm -hmm. And and if that does happen, once everything's all played out, like mm -hmm. Heather said, down the road, a mm -hmm. couple of years down the road, if you want to refinance, refinance, get yourself a better interest rate and have mm -hmm. your, you've already got your house. Right. Yeah. So sure. definitely, mm -hmm. um, a, you know, a possibility to think of, but not something that I want you to rely on. So mm -hmm. one of the things that I've had and I've heard and I've had people call me and say, mm -hmm. and I don't know if you've gotten this one lately okay. is, you know, well, the house that I'm buying I'm really only planning on getting it and staying in it for about like three, maybe four years. Mm -hmm. Then I'm going to want to sell it and I'm going to want to go and buy something else. I'm mm -hmm. really just trying to get into something right now. And then hopefully I'm going to have more equity in the future. I can sell the yeah. home and then I can go buy again. Mm -hmm. So I don't want in that situation. I have a lot of people saying, well, I think I should get an adjustable because the interest rate is lower. Okay. Okay. And that means I'm going to pay less interest during the time that I have the loan. And then mm -hmm. when rates get better, mm -hmm. then I can, I'm going to sell and go buy something else, or I could refinance into that fixed rate. Mm -hmm. I don't want you guys thinking that that's a possibility. It, it's not something that you guys sh should be yeah. banking on. Yeah. I don't see 
interest rates in two or three years from today being a whole lot lower, if lower at all, than where we are today. So, I mean, it does scare me when I hear that philosophy. That was definitely a philosophy in 2020, 2021. Mm -hmm. You know, my property is going to go up in value. I'm going to have the equity that I need so that I can go and buy another property. I'm only going to stay here for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. Guys, that's not the world that we're in today. You need to be buying a home for the first time if you don't own one or buying an investment property for reasons of security. Mm -hmm. Security is why you buy something right now you buy something and you expect and you Mm -hmm. anticipate that you're going to stay there for probably five to seven years yeah through a normal cycle um so definitely i I would love to have those one-on-one conversations if that's something that you had in your mind that you were thinking Mm -hmm. is is what your plan was i i would love to have that one-on-one i'm sure heather could have that Mm one-on-one let's actually talk about what are the scenarios that could happen and so then how do we make decisions based on what could happen? And, and we're going to talk about all of those different options. Yeah. And I think, you know, there are people who definitely are going to wind up buying now and, you know, something's going to change in three or four years where they have to sell. Maybe they're relocated. Maybe they outgrow the house that they're in. You know, maybe they can't afford the home they're in. They need to sell. So there's always going to be something, you know, somewhere that does hit people. However, if you're planning on buying now, um, you know, and gaining equity because the properties have gained a lot of equity in the last two years. Um, you know, I wouldn't anticipate that that's going to happen because generally when we do see the interest rates go up, we see the market come down for the housing prices. And the question is really how, you know, how high are the interest rates going to go? We don't know. And how is that going to affect the housing prices? They will definitely correct themselves a little bit, but at the same time we still have a shortage. So, you know, we were talking about this earlier too, is that, um, you know, yes, the rates are going up and people can't afford as much as they could before. However, we still have that shortage on the market. Does that mean that those houses are going to continue to go up? No, because people can't afford as much as they could have afforded, you know, last month or the month before. So it's going to definitely change that dynamic a little bit. Right. Absolutely. Um, So Javelin, I've never seen you get on before. Thank you so much for joining us. He says, so the Dow's looking super weak from the global perspective. Interesting to Mm -hmm. see how the South China Sea situation pans out a lot of opening in shipping and fishing routes can wreak havoc with the markets um so mm-hmm. that and and you know mm-hmm. obviously that is all true there's just yeah. so much that is going on prices get driven up when when there's when there's no supply the you know the demand is still there the prices go up same thing in housing same i went to the store the other day a little mom thing here my kids love turkey sandwiches for lunch i used to pay like nine dollars a pound for turkey so if you got a pound you paid nine dollars i bought a pound of turkey the other day and it was $17 almost doubled and I was shocked and then come to find out there's some sort of turkey shortage there is you need to get your turkey (laughs) orders in right now (laughs) for Thanksgiving yeah right (laughs) and I was really shocked but he's you know they're absolutely right when we can't get the supplies that we need the supplies that we do have go up and then that again a turn infects us can we you know can we afford this are we putting this on credit cards you know what are we doing so absolutely so again this show is not to bring doom and gloom Mm -mm. this is to talk about the market the market update what are the things that you could be doing to help your self right now in this market number one is trying to get those credit cards and those Mm -hmm. personal loans and those student loans anything that you've got outstanding we've got to get those things paid off and or under control or Mm -hmm. refinanced into something that is at a lower rate than what you are paying today that's number one Mm -hmm. number two in times like these even if property values do stop do drop, do fall. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rents always go up. They get worse. They get higher. Um, 
so you definitely want to be able to lock yourself into a payment that you can afford. Mm -hmm. And so buying a home is going to do that for you. It's going to put you yeah. in a loan that you can count on, a monthly payment that you can count on. So that is very important. Mm -hmm. um, and not anticipating an increase in value to get equity down the road. That is not what I would be telling you to do mm -hmm. right now. What I'd be telling you to do is to be securing your financial future. So things that are of good, um, good ways to invest right now. One thing that we were talking about are investment properties. Mm -hmm. Investment properties are definitely something that you might want to start looking at today. Yeah. You know, that is something that you are buying something at today's price, at today's rates, mm -hmm. that where will prices and rates be, you know, in yeah. 5, 10, 15, 20 yeah. years from now. And we have a lot of people that are investing in things like, you know, college funds for their kids mm -hmm. and, um, you know, 401ks and, yeah. you know, <laughs> things that, you know, may not necessarily, um, help you or help the kids down the road. But think about if you bought a home today, you put a renter in it who makes the payment. So it doesn't really cost you anything more than the down payment and the closing costs. You do obviously have to maintain it, but hopefully your rents cover that those mm -hmm. expenses. And then when your kid is ready for college in five years, 10 years, 15 years from now, when things are no longer affordable for them to buy a home, could you give that home to them? Can you refinance that home or pull cash out of that property mm -hmm. or sell it to yeah. pay for the college education? Yeah. So right now is when, you know, we're, we need to start making chess moves. We need to start determining what are the best moves that we can make to set us up mm -hmm. for the long-term gains. And so, you know, that would be something that if you've got young kids that you've been thinking about starting some sort of a fund for, we might want to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation about buying investment property. Mm -hmm. um, or if you're living in a home right now with a great interest rate on it and you're been thinking you'd really like something bigger go look if you can afford it keep the one you've got and rent it out and maintain it and hold on to it that is going mm -hmm. to be a much yeah. bigger nest egg that you can pass on to a child someday over what you know the returns will be <laughs> off of a 503b um, so there are lots of things that we're talking about the market it's not all doom and gloom no. but it's about hitting it in the right way it's and about make putting your money to work for you yes and what is the strategy to do that you just got to re-strategize yes everything that that everybody that everybody's been so black and white about is oh invest in this and invest in that now you just kind of have to recreate it and redirect your money in a different way it can still work for you and it can still make you a lot of money and still make you very successful you just know you just have to know what your options are to make that decision for yourself right so uh, mm -hmm. quick quick question um, yeah. Mary says have a loan to have loan to values changed in the new lending environment um, so we have not seen loan to values change drastically when it comes to the normal uh, FHA, conventional, conforming, um, big, huge news. There's a lot of, uh, obviously, every single year we get increased lending limits and they're expecting mm -hmm. that the new lending limit is going to be moved on a conventional loan from 647000 to 715000 uh, I've actually heard that that may go possibly as high as 743. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be very helpful to a lot of people yeah. where they don't have to go into those jumbo mortgages, those that jumbo territory where it's harder to get financing. Mm -hmm. We are seeing loan to value start to come down in those jumbo arenas. Mm -hmm. um, so you do have to put a little bit more money down depending on the type of loan. So if you're trying to get interest only, those value, you know, you're going to have to put mm -hmm. a little bit more money down. Um, we're seeing a little bit 
lower loan to value, which means a bigger down payment or less cash out when we're talking about some of our uh, non-QM, non-qualified mm -hmm. mortgage loans, such as a bank statement mm -hmm. loan or a debt service loan where the investment property is carrying itself. Uh, we are seeing those where you do need to come in with a little bit more. You can't get quite as much cash out. So the little bit more risky loans, the jumbos, the interest only, the bank statements, and the debt service. Mm -hmm. uh, those, those, yes, we're starting to see some, some, you know, loan to value changes or down payment requirement changes. Um, but as far as your FHA, you're still three and a half percent down. Your conventional, you're still three or five percent down. Your down payment assistance is still there. USDA is still zero. So you know, we're not seeing that in the normal. Yeah. you know, qualifying full income documentation, um, kind of standard loan limits. We're not seeing those changes yet. So good question. Very good question. Mm -hmm. um, Kim jumps in. She says, where do we go to get an accurate property value of our home? <laughs> so question. that is a great question. Uh, truly to get a really, mm -hmm. really good idea, like the best idea that you can get mm -hmm. would be to call a local real estate agent in your area and have them do what's called a CMA or a comparative market analysis. Would you agree? Yeah. yeah. Um, mm -hmm. However, if uh, you are talking with somebody like myself or with Heather or any of the girls on the team, we're all very knowledgeable in that. We can give you a very good idea. Mm -hmm. If you are thinking that you're asking us for this number to figure out what you have available for you for a refinance. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, we can pull comps from the title company, see what the last home in your area closed for, same maybe model match. Mm -hmm. Then obviously we can go to Redfin, Zillow, Realtor.com, all of them. Yeah. And we can pull all of the most recent closings. We can see their square footage, you know, versus yours. Did it have a pool? Does yours not? Was it updated? All of those things. And then we can give you a fairly accurate number that we would expect or anticipate that an appraiser would bring through the door. Mm -hmm. um, best guess, obviously, you know, that we can do. <laughs> um, but that's really anybody, even calling a real estate agent for that CMA, yeah. they're giving you their best guess, yeah. right? Yeah. And some people don't like to call the realtors because they feel like they're going to hound them or something. So you can always call us and, you know, we'll, we'll pull something for you and we'll tell you based on, um, you know, like Debbie was saying, title. And we do look at Zillow and Redfin and Realtor and we they do have, you know, comps. I like to go there for pictures. Like I want to see. Yeah. So it's, it's difficult right now because like, you know, we were kind of talking about, you and I had a conversation where you were saying, you know, your client had made several offers and, you know, on both properties, they had multiple offers on it, but maybe the house across the street is sitting for sale and it's not selling. People have, buyers have a, an expectation of what a house should be when they go to buy it. And you can have the exact same house. So I could look at Kim's house and say, oh, she's updated and she's got some, you know, the whites and the grays that we all see, you know, we turn on to HD, you know, TV, <laughs> um, you know, and the house next to her could have, you know, the, the colors from about 10 years ago, the beiges and the light greens or, you know, what have you still beautiful home, but people are used to seeing the white. So that house may sell a lot faster, um, you know, than the home next door to her. So when we're looking at different comparables, you know, the more that we know about your house, like you may hear me say, okay, talk to me about your house. You know, is it original, you know, plumbing, your roof? Because that tells me what is a buyer going to come in and expect. And if you're looking at it, you know, from a, an appraiser's perspective for a refinance, it's a little bit different than if you're looking at looking to, to sell. sell. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, you're usually going to get a, di a higher number from a real estate agent yes. if you're going to market it for sale than mm -hmm. what you're going to get from an appraiser on a, yes. on a refinance. So I would say if you're looking for your value, mm -hmm. what, what should I expect to see in an appraisal? That would be us that would for be a us. refi. Yeah. 
Um, but if you're looking for how much can I sell my house for, mm-hmm. then that would be a real estate agent. And if yeah. you don't want to feel the the pressure mm-hmm. of somebody continuing to follow up with you and continuing to hound you to try to get yeah. your house listed for sale, we've got real estate agents that we work with all over the country that are great real estate agents that will absolutely help us out, do us that favor for yeah. you, that will reach out and give them your address and ask them to create it for us. Mm-hmm. And they are not going to continue to hound us. No. Um, so we can help you no matter what, just call our office. Yeah. So, and with that, I want to give everybody the number. It's 844-935-3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a couple of things I do want to hit on. We, we're almost at the end of the show. Always. Um, it goes always. by so it fast. It does. It does. It's quick. It's fast. Um, <sighs> but one thing I want to hit on that I do want you to talk a little bit about, because yeah. that was one thing that I started with the show with, was market mm-hmm. update, right? Yeah. Uh, interest rates are going up. Mm-hmm. The Federal Reserve is going to keep raising them. Mm-hmm. A rate today is better than what you're going to get next week. Mm-hmm. Um, all of this stuff is very, very true. Yet you hear a bunch of people that are talking, you know, property values are dropping. Home prices are dropping dropping values are dropping um so you know yet i've got this poor couple that has made mm-hmm. multiple offers just over the last two weeks mm-hmm. and every time they've made an offer they have been outbid by another offer so i'm sitting here and i'm scratching my head and i'm going we're <laughs> on the radio and we're telling everybody that this is a buyer's market <laughs> yeah you know and yet here i've got this poor couple that can't get an offer accepted it's almost like i feel like we're you know a year ago mm-hmm. you know 12 months ago so we were talking about that and i yeah. said you know what in the the world is going on and you started to talk about affordability mm-hmm. price range mm-hmm. start range so yeah. I want you to give them a little bit of that to, for for all of them to keep in mind right okay. and that this is where you know people again they might be mm-hmm. not in our industry and thinking like well I just don't understand you know if if property values are dropping you know, why wouldn't I just wait and buy a house later? Mm -hmm. And, you know, if property values are dropping, I could probably get that same house for this price. Okay, guys, the inventory is still not there. We still don't have enough. Are we seeing the sellers come down to a reasonable number? Yes, we are. They're starting very high like they were. They're not used Mm -hmm. to hearing from their real estate agent that no, they can't get $30,000 more than their neighbor did. Right. They're sticking their heels in the mud and they're saying, but that's what I want. Mm -hmm. And they're listing too high and then they're dropping and they're ending up selling the home for a about the same as what the previous neighbor sold for. So why though, with more inventory on the market Mm -hmm. and why is my client getting outbid? What is going on, Heather? (laughs) So the first thing I was saying is what is their price range? So if you're in a price range that's like a starting range in your market area. Which they are. They're they're in about the 650 sales price range. Okay. So that tells me here in Southern California that they're uh, probably, they're going to be competing against condo move-up buyers, um, townhome move-up buyers. They're going to be competing against first-time home buyers, and they're going to be competing against people who have sold their big homes and now they want to, you know, downsize into the smaller home maybe they're empty nesters you know maybe um you know for whatever so they're basically reason. in the most aggressive they're in the bo- <laughs> most aggressive market and so the other thing is, is is with the interest rates going up somebody who might have qualified for let's say 750 a year ago is now in that 650 price range so maybe they are not a first-time buyer maybe they were a move-up buyer but they waited they just didn't find the house they wanted maybe they got outbid a bazillion times you know a year ago whatever their story is but now because interest rates have gone up they're kicked down 
down to the 650 price range. So you got to think about that. If you're at 700 or 750 or even 800, you're going to be down in that lower price range and you're going to be stuck, you know, looking at something that maybe wasn't as um, desirable a year ago or something, but now it is. Or maybe you were just looking at a higher end because you could afford more. So they're much more competition, number one. So when you we look at the the market and we say you know things aren't selling it's not necessarily that they're not selling certain items are selling so yes you know it's slowed down a little bit but if that house comes on the market that i was talking about that's fixed up and that's remodeled it has a better chance of getting a buyer quicker and going into escrow and closing escrow than the house that you know maybe doesn't have the upgrades that we're used to seeing a lot of us watch tv a lot of us over the last two years saw all the upgrades going in the whites the grays now the blues and the grays um and so when they walk into a home, they can walk into two identical homes and the one that's a little bit more dated, even if it's a better price, a lot of buyers don't have the funds to go in and fix that property up, but they have the funds to go in and pay a little bit higher price for the property that is fixed up. So now if you have two competi competing properties, the you know second one can stay on the market a little bit longer simply because of the colors or maybe um, you know floor choices, carpet versus wood versus tile right. versus the one that's fixed up. So yes, we are in a little bit slow market, but we still just don't have the inventory that we have. A lot of builders that are out there, and we were talking about this, they're not producing the inventory that they were producing a year and two years ago. They are just, you know, feeling it just as much as every other home seller, and they're really starting to slow down. They're selling the inventory that they have, but I don't necessarily know that they're going to be coming out with new inventory. So you got to kind of watch that too. And home sellers that, you know, have the resale are competing with those new homes. And to do that, they're dropping their prices. They just have to. So you are starting to see a little bit come down, which is good. Um, nice little correction. But like, but if you're a seller, you're I a hope seller, that the sellers are hearing what Heather's saying. You cannot, if, yes. you cannot, if the last home sold at 700, you cannot come on at 730 in this market and expect to be selling at 730. What's going to happen is we're going to come to you as agents and we're going to say, hey, you listed high at 730. You know, we haven't had any market. We need to come down. Um, you know, let's go down to 720 or 715. There's your first price adjustment, right? Or price correction or price improvement. Um, you know, now you're still not selling because the last house sold at 700 and the buyer's saying, well, why would I pay 715 when the last sales price was 700? And they're savvy because they're searching the internet and they're looking. So now you got a second price adjustment. You've probably been on the market anywhere between 30 and 60 days at this point. Now you're down to where the last sale was. But in that 30 to 60 days that it took you to come down to the actual price where you should have been, somebody else came on the market and they sold, but they didn't sell at 700. Maybe they sold at 690. So now at 700, you're still ahead of that market and now you're going to chase that market down so list your price list your value or list your home at the right, right price correct. that's number one that's mm -hmm. the most important thing yep. number two is that if your home is fixed up if it mm -hmm. is you know improved if you did do remodeling you are going to sell much faster yep. so if you are a buyer buyers you've mm -hmm. got to get off the fence if you see a home and you go out there so that's part of what's happening with these clients yes. is that they're they went out and they looked this weekend mm -hmm. they loved this property mm -hmm. but they sat and they talked and they just you know did kind of <laughs> did their thing the home <laughs> no they kind of did their thing to figure out yeah. whether they wanted to write an offer or not they mm -hmm. wrote that offer today mm -hmm. and the seller accepted an offer two hours before their offer was submitted yeah. so they missed that house by two hours if yeah. you see the house that you want, the seller mm -hmm. did the work. It's affordable. Freaking get it. Yeah. And, you know, seller, 
if if you're a seller and you're stuck, the most the most the best thing you can do to get the most money, the most return on your home is to paint it. And you don't paint it dark colors, light colors, whites and grays. If you're a seller and you're like, I don't have the money to do that, and you're a buyer and you're like, I love this house, but offer a credit. Offer the buyer a credit. Say, you know what? I know it's going to take $4,000 to paint my property or $5,000. Offer that buyer that credit through escrow. Let the buyer choose the paint they want. Buyer, you're getting that house that maybe didn't have the colors you want. And you're you're taking that credit and you're saving the money in your pocket because seller's helping you pay for it. And then you paint the house whatever colors you want. And yeah. you can do it yourself and maybe save yourself some money. Right. If you guys need more information, you guys have more questions, mm-hmm. please reach out. We're here for you. We've got to cut the show off. Absolutely. Um, but it's 844 That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. We're calling you guys back even on Saturday and Sunday. So give us a call. Let us help you. Remember, Sunday is the Home Buyer Workshop. If you guys have never bought a home before, get in on that. Text the same exact phone number to RSVP. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have my phone app, you need it to play the game. So text MOM to the exact same phone number. One more time, it's 844 Nine three five three six three four, and I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your week. Yep. We'll talk to y'all real soon. Bye. Bye bye. Debbie Marcou is licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act (NMLS ID two three seven nine two six). Also licensed in Arizona zero nine four one five zero four, Florida L O seven six five zero eight, Georgia six nine one seven eight, Idaho M L O two zero eight zero two three seven nine two six, Illinois zero three one dot zero zero five eight three three nine, Missouri North Carolina I two one zero nine four zero, Nevada five seven two three seven, Oregon Tennessee one eight four three seven three, Texas Washington M L O two three seven nine two six. She's the mortgage mom. She can get things done When you're in need and don't know where to go Pick up the phone and call mom